You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. So should you build or buy a business? You're hearing now more from influencers and they are talking about how you should go buy a business, how you should go buy a laundromat, you should go buy a car wash. And I just wanna share some experiences with you on why there's a case to buy and why there's also a case to build and the positives and negatives for each one. One important thing to consider when you are looking to buy is, do you actually have any operating experience? And that's a big thing that I'll come back to. And so let's first talk about the case for buying a business. One is when you are thinking about buying a business, what seems really attractive to most people is that the work is already done for you. There's already a customer base. There is a product or a service that's already working. There are people that are already working at the company as well. And there might be some synergies with something else that you might be doing. But I'm going to assume a good chunk of you don't necessarily have a business that you're looking to buy, or maybe you haven't operated before too, right? But if there is, if you do have a business, there is the angle for you to think about synergies and think about a one plus one equals three situation where let's say, for example, I own a marketing agency. It might make sense for me to buy an analytics firm or a web design firm instead of buying something else that is exactly the same thing. And one of the other cases for buying a business too is there is potentially less risk. Most businesses, nine out of 10 are dead within five years. And so if you're thinking about it from that perspective, then you might be able to reduce your risk. Even if the risk of you losing is 80% instead of 90%, so 90% failure rate versus 80%, then it might be worth it. Depends on whatever your risk tolerance is, depends on how you're doing in your life. So these are the cases for. Now the cases against buying a business is one, you have integration challenges. So if you have a business already and you're buying a business to fold it in, that is the integration piece. You're putting the one piece into the other piece of the puzzle. And oftentimes that does not work out. For example, when Walmart bought jet.com for a couple billion dollars and then jet bought a lot of other e-commerce websites, that didn't work out for them. So they had to end up selling a lot of the assets at a loss. And so you have to take into consideration integration challenges because the integration piece is arguably much harder than the actual buying piece. Now, there are hidden liabilities too. So if you don't do your due diligence, there might be hidden liabilities. There might be a bunch of debt from somewhere else that now will transfer over to you, or there might be some other issues with the company that are unforeseen. The other thing I'll say is you might overpay for the business too. Those are kind of the main things there, but I wanna come back to the operating experience piece. So those of you that have never operated a business before, I got thrown into the deep end when I first took over my ad agency and I had no idea what I was doing. I was like a 26 year old kid, 27 years old, and had no idea how to run a business. I had to learn on the job. I read a lot of books leading up to it, but the books are only gonna take you so far. You actually have to be in the trenches. You actually have to be out there fighting. And from that, you will gain wisdom because wisdom comes from experience. So now you're armed with this. Now, when you think about going to buy a laundromat or going to buy a car wash, you gotta think about, is your heart actually in it? Are you doing it just to make money? Because if you're doing it just to make money, that it might eventually fade over time in terms of your passion and your interest in the business. But if you're doing it where it's something that you're actually interested in, that's gonna lead you to stay interested in the business longer. Before we continue, just wanna let you know, I have a founders mastermind for seven figure plus founders and it's called Leveling Up Founders. We do one event in Miami per year, one event in Beverly Hills, and it's people at the top of their game in media, marketing, and business. We break bread, a lot of learnings, just have a lot of fun together. 
And ultimately what it is, is founders that are looking for connection, people that are high performing founders. It's an invite only type of thing. So just go to levelingup.com slash founders if you want to learn more about it. Now let's talk about the case for building. In terms of building, you can maximize your creativity in it. Whatever you want to do, let's say you're 100% owner or you have partners, you have a lot more flexibility when it comes to creativity. You can build the business the way you want it to be built. And then you also have full control of the business as well than you would have an acquisition situation. Because even if you buy the company, you end up owning the whole thing. You still have to figure out the integration piece. Now, the cases for against building your own business, it just takes a lot of time. And what I like to say on a lot of podcasts that I've shared in the past is it typically takes about three years to build anything decent or at least start to get some traction. It might not make money immediately. So there's a lot more risk that's tied to that. And the other piece is, as I mentioned earlier, 90% of startups fail within the first five years. So do you have the risk tolerance? Are you able to handle the entrepreneurial roller coaster during the first couple of years? And if you can last really through the first five years, you're going to be good to go. But more importantly, if you go build your business initially and you learn some operating experience, that's going to go a long way. At the end of the day, you have to understand how business works. And I don't care if you have an MBA. I don't care if you read a lot of books on it. I mean, I certainly have a lot of books back here. You have to understand how the sausage is made. And then from there, you can start to think about how you can work above the business. A lot of times we read these books and we think about, oh, there's the concept of working in the business. There's a concept of working on the business and there's a concept of working above the business. And these books tell you, you need to focus on working on the business and then above the business. And in the business means you're very much in the day to day, you're in the trenches. And yes, I totally agree. You should be figuring out how you can get out of there, how you can delegate, how you can hire the right team and all that. And then working on the business that's thinking more strategically. But when you're working above the business, you're coming from a chairman standpoint and you're able to kind of look at things from a 30,000 foot view. But to get to that level, you have to understand how the game is played. You have to level up from in to on to above. And most people try to skip they try to jump to the above too quickly. And I've certainly been guilty of this in the past where I got a little too ambitious in some cases. And so you would just want to be careful that you are playing at the level that you're at and maybe trying to play a level higher than that. And then making sure that you picked up the experience. And then once you've gained the experience, you can beat the boss at the current level, move on to the next one and then the next one. So that's all it is. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.